Check me out, y'all. Nothing but good energy for y'all motherfuckers, you understand me? Let me see if I can catch a good wave for you right here. Kissing baby and shaking hands, man. Out here doing what the fuck I got to do out here to make it crack open. Vibrations all around, man. You know, the ball smack topsoil is in the building for real. Summertime vibrations upon us. Bitches is looking great out there, man. You wouldn't even thought that there was COVID going on, man. So, man, I hope you're taking it in. I hope everything is good for you right now. I hope everything is relevant, man. In good spirits, do not be down, do not be frowning, upset, man, cause everything is gonna be all motherfuckers right. I'm trying to show man. I'm out here, man. That's why I just tried to come in with this type of vibration for y'all, man. Now let's get popped. You know the Boss Mac podcast is brought to you by Boss Mac Streetwear. Boss Mac Streetwear and copy some Boss Mac Streetwear. Now you know I'm known for that offensive, that offensive rhetoric on a shirt that make a bitch wanna flirt like this here. That Snoop Dogg got on right here. That bitch relax, world famous. That you can see on Jenny and Georgia on the pillowcases. You understand me, Boss Mac, touching all races. Fuck with me, do not fuck with damn man. I'm man, I'm one of the greatest fashion designers, man, that ever existed, man. And niggas don't give me my credit, man. But you can fuck with me by going to my store right now and copping some shit, man. Let me tell you. I'm feeling so good right now. I'm going I'm losing all focus, man. Let me tell you. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a I'm doing a sale right now. Promo code SIGMA, 50% off, man, uh, 48 hours from the time you hear this podcast, 48 hours, 50% off, promo code SIGMA, buy up some ball smack streetwear, man. Hey man, I'm 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 feeling good, man, I'm happy, um, you know, things is good. Everything is blossoming and blooming, man. The summer energy is out there, man. Um, 
Uh, it's just good things happening, man. I hope good things is happening for all y'all motherfuckers out there, man. For real, for real. Now, also, if you need some game because you struggling with them bitches out there, holla at that ball smack top. So I'll bless you, man. I'll overlook your shit like I was sitting up in the box, man. The owner's box looking at the game, man, with the goggles. That's your shit. You understand me? Seeing, already knowing what defense a bitch is in. I'm going to give you the right play that's going to help you score for sure. And keep control of the game, nigga. You understand me? Look here, man. Holla at me because, look, man, I'm the outside person, man. I ain't got nothing. I ain't got Listen, man. I ain't, I ain't got nothing. But but good energy for you to win, man. A lot of times y'all niggas be out here interacting with niggas you think is on your team. They ain't on your team, man. And you're telling them about your bitch problems, man. And these niggas is wishing that you had them bitch problems. You know what I'm talking about? Niggas be wishing that you had them problems, man. Niggas don't be wanting to hear about you and two and three bitches, man. And they got one bitch, man. Let me tell you, man. You got to know if you a nigga out there handling two, three bitches, you know what I'm talking about? How you going to talk to this nigga over here that got one bit and barely can handle it? You understand me? So what you want to do is you want to holler at a nigga who got your best interest. But if you win, I win because you're going to go back and tell a friend. Or you can keep it to yourself and just keep the ball smack as a secret weapon out there. Like, you know, whenever you come up against some shit, be like, oh, shit. Let me let me tap in with the big homie. Yo, uh, hey yo, this this and that, this and that. Okay, nigga, this this and that. Oh shit, oh, I didn't see that right there. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. All right, let's get it popping, man. Let's get into this good podcast show type shit, man. Because the ball smack top sort of love podcasting, man. That's a motherfucking. Beautiful job. Happy to do this shit. I love doing this. And look here, man. I, I'm just going to look. Niggas in the motherfucking news. Niggas in the motherfucking news. And man, make me think about my nigga Bogaloo. Shout out Bogaloo, man. Niggas need to stay out the nose. Bogaloo. A phrase put there by Bogaloo. You understand me? I, uh... I want to say shout out to Justin LaBoy. And um, I guess that's Justin Combs that's with him. Respectfully, whatever they, they podcast. They podcast is popping, man. I like them niggas, man. I like them niggas, man. I like them niggas, man. Beautiful interview with... Uh, the city girls, man, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed watching them bitches just, 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 uh, demonstrate how they at the top of the food chain for niggas tricking and setting, setting a tone for bitches out there to make niggas trick. You understand me? Heavy. They, they I, it was a pleasure watching these bitches go. And see, the thing is. 
the Justin LaBoy, L.A. boy, Justin LaBoy, his questioning methods was unprecedented. I had to, I had to salute the process, the whole way that he was able to get the get the energy out. You know what I'm talking about. He was able to tap into the to the critical questions and just get it out of them. Man, I didn't seen them. Look, man. Justin L.A. Boy, man, we, we, you got to salute the, I just like the young niggas, man. The young niggas just, they, 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 they methodology of questioning them bitches, man, was just smooth, man, just getting it out. Because I, look, man, I done seen them bitches be interviewed by other bitches. A, a few other interviews where them bitches was, man. Now there was some weak bitches interviewing them though, but they still was man. They flowed and glowed. They gave up. They gave up the game. They let you know. And and see, you had to pay attention to the competition and tricking of what they demanded from niggas. The the tricking they demanded from niggas. Like if you if you look at it like first you had. JT talking about oh boy uh 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 what's his name um Uzi shooting her 30 racks on the first day. He's still he a real, real rich nigga. Oh, well, the first day I met mommy. Oh, talk I about it. Look at Y'all see that smile? Hey, yo, I know when the motherfucker happy when they lying. That smile can't control itself. Okay. Talk that shit, When man. I first met my man, I was still in a halfway house. So he came and seen me. He came to Atlanta. I was still in the halfway house. That's real love. And... He gave me, like, he had a bag full of money. And I had a little Chanel bag. And he was like, take as much as you can. Not like, the baby Chanel. And I only could fit 30000 in the house. So mad. <laughs> he took me, like, to Louis Vuitton and Taco Bell. Taco Bell? Hold on. How you go to Louis and get 30000 but eat Taco Bell? He's yeah, a Giving the bitch 30 racks. Now... I don't know if y'all fuck with the boss Mac top saw, but y'all remember back when we was doing the real bitch of the year, when we when we was doing the announcing the real bitch of the year and all of that there, um, how how I I I, I mentioned that that a nigga had gave her twenty racks, a regular nigga, an unknown nigga gave her twenty racks to kick it. You understand me? So. This is a regular thing for a bitch. Just hitting these types of numbers like, you understand me? Like, 20 racks from a regular nigga. You understand me? 30 racks from, from Lil Uzi. Plus other shit. Like, so, and then, and then, and then, and then Koresha come back. Koresha come back. And, and, oh, Southside paid 50 racks for some furniture on the first day. How much it took to get to know you 
and you ain't even entertained, you just wanted to. Well, when I first got my baby daddy, he took me to the furniture store, and my furniture at that time came at like 50,000 because I had like a little townhouse. Swear to God. Hold on. A nigga blew 50. Wow. See, these, these is things that the boss smack top, so I, I can't, I, I can't, I, I would never do. There were, I would never do it. No matter how much paper, no matter what I, the principalities involving, I could not. <laughs> I could not. Bro, but shout out to these niggas that do it, man. Southside and Lil Uzi is some suckers, bro. Like, you sucker. But I like the city girls. I fuck with them, man. I, I understand niggas dying and tricking behind them bitches. I, I get it, man. You know what I'm saying? They some bad bitches setting the tone out here for all these other bitches, man. You know what I'm saying? They pressing right up on Cardi B right now. It's Cardi B and them right now. You know what I'm talking about? Like, no matter what, but they putting in work on niggas. See, the, the niggas that see, when you see a bitch with a, with a great nigga under the thumb in slavery, you got to elevate a bitch, man. Like, like, coming up for this year, real bitch of the year, man. Man, she, she strong number one. She moved to number one. Sweetie was out there. Sweetie was out there after crushing Quavo, but now JT is out there, man, because, you know, um, Lil Uzi and slavery to a bitch, so, you know what I'm saying? And then I got to say Koresha right there, because she just still the souffle at Southside. I love them bitches, man. I love them bitches, bro. Shout out to them bitches. Um, all right, let's keep it moving. Keep it going. Oh, but yeah, shout out to them niggas too. Justin, LA boy, and Justin Combs. I think that's who doing it. Hate to sound like I don't know what's going on, but yeah, man. I also want to speak on that Jay-Z and that Nas with uh, DJ Khaled. That Jay-Z and that Nas with DJ Khaled, man, I want to speak freely on that, man, because you know I love when I see the old niggas spitting good game, rhyming, touching the microphone, man. It's always beautiful to see the old niggas get out there and do their thing, man, and I celebrate for them and I be happy for them. But then, man, no matter what, man, when I look over there and I see Khaled, man, and I hear Khaled beats, man, I just start feeling sad and just be like, damn, man, Khaled, these same old ass type of beats, man. And it's nothing special about the beat. The beat is just not, niggas is just letting Drake and them just romp over niggas, and then niggas just can't have some tight shit, I don't know. And then, you know, I'm 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 vibing. I'm vibing. I'm listening to Nas bars and he said he the crypt I I don't know, man. I I I really wasn't impressed, man. It was like whatever cut, bro. Like whatever. It was like a whatever cut. 
it was a whatever cut while Nas was rhyming. You know what I'm saying? It was a whatever cut while Nas was rhyming. And then when Jay-Z started rhyming, I don't know, man. I became more disappointed, man. And and I started thinking, trying to wonder what I was looking at. And I was like, man, Jay-Z looked like Jay-Z looked like a character from The Simpsons. What's that? One of them characters from The Simpsons, man. Um, they used to be with... I, I can't remember all the details of The Simpsons, but... but then And then he looked like Basquiat, like he trying to look like Basquiat, like... Like he trying to tap into some Basquiat-type shit, man, and... When I look at his hair and shit, I'll be wondering. I'll be like, damn, man. And then he had on the ring, man. He was flossing the ring. He was making sure he was doing the doing the ring finger. Like he was really, he was really getting off that ring. Like he was just really like flossing the ring. Like the blood looked like a fucking blood. Looked like a blood ruby of blood. It looked like the ruby of souls ruled the demons, some type of shit, man. Like, I don't know, man. Jay Z looked weird, bro. It looked like he was flexing. It looked like he was flexing on Nas with the ring. Like, he was like, like, no matter what, he still made a statement that, nigga, I'm having more money than you, nigga. Like, he still made that statement in there on Nas. I felt that energy. And see, then I looked at Nas, and I felt like Nas didn't give a fuck about none of that. Like, Nas was like, man, let me just get this bread, and let me just, let's just do this cut. Man, this nigga over here really tripping. Look at, look at this nigga over here looking like Basquiat with the blood ring. Got bitches around. I... And and when I see Jay-Z with bitches around, it's like, what for, man? Because I just know that Beyonce just got lit niggas on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, man. I just I, I just don't like that. I don't like Cal, DJ Khaled. I remember DJ Khaled was like major key, like it's a major key. Do we still do that shit? I remember that nigga was working out every day, show himself on the treadmill, working and moving. It seemed like that nigga got fatter. It looked like he, man, when I look at DJ Khaled, I, I think of the word sloth. Like like sloth when I look at him and he be having on gear. He be he he be he be having on he be having on gear on top of his girth. Man, when y'all put gear on girth, that just be looking like I don't know, man. And then he Beijinged up, like, you know, like, niggas is super Beijinged up, man. And When niggas be Beijinged up, I just be looking at niggas like, 
Everybody know, bro. Like, everybody know niggas is Beijing up, man. Niggas be looking weird, man. Jay-Z look weird. And ain't nobody telling him, man. I, I am I, I'm not tripping, man. Jay-Z look weird, bro. These niggas look weird, man. Fuck is going on? Nas look alright. Nas was the only one that looked like I'm, you know, man. I don't know, man. I ain't hating on these niggas, man. This is just my opinion, man. Y'all can say whatever, man. Niggas be like, ball smack going hard on these niggas, man. I'm just saying, man. Niggas in the nose. Niggas in the nose. All right, Rory and Ma return to the Joe Budden podcast, man. After extended absence, and we find out all the little details on why niggas left. And, um, you know, man, I want to say a few things, man. Um, you know, my critique and analysis of what happened, I think, was on point as far as Rory. I didn't say nothing. As far as Rory, I think I was on point with my analysis uh, as far as him being a sucker. And, and, you know, and um, shout out to academics, man, for torturing these niggas. Uh, but the nigga Maul kind of surprised me, though, a little bit. The nigga Maul surprised me, man, like. Because when I want y'all to follow me, man, because I, I was looking at the Joe Budden shit with Rory, who's a white boy, and um Maul. And then uh Joe telling Rory to take a couple days off, take some pies off, and then Maul not really understanding that because and then when I was listening to their podcast I I thought Maul was gonna I, I thought Joe framed the question at Maul where I thought he was calling for real niggaism because like when I say real niggaism like that between niggas it's like If I know this nigga right here longer than you, this nigga from my this nigga from my from my soil, from my past, and then I just knew you for a few years. It's gonna be the flow, the way shit happened to different to niggas is gonna be different. Outright. It's gonna be like if it ever came in the question of a nigga of a nigga of a nigga gotta go and it's the nigga I knew of less time I'm not gonna confer with no niggas 
Just like Joe Button, like, you know. And this nigga should understand if I do something to this nigga. And, and you've been seeing shit going on. Like, you know, these niggas been observing their problems. So that was fascinating to me. I know I might sound cryptic and shit, but for, for, uh, for Joe Budden to like, I, I thought I thought niggas all understood that it was the Joe Budden podcast. I'm surprised. I thought Rory and Ma understood from the gate that they was riding shotgun with a nigga who was bringing all the attention to them. Because they would not be popping if Joe Budden wasn't popping. Joe Budden is popping. They sidekicks. I can't understand niggas didn't see that shit. And then niggas gonna, then niggas gonna sit down and let some other niggas get in the spot and do better and be better. Ish and Ice is better than them niggas. Brought better energy. You know. Now the show is in a weird space when you watch that shit. When you look at their podcast, it's in a weird space. Because you know them words, man. A certain word, like when niggas say shit, man. Certain shit, man. You know. Three things you cannot take back in this world. Three, ten, three, things, three things you cannot get back. Three things you cannot get back. You cannot get back wasted time. You cannot get back bullets once them leave the, the, the barrel. Once the bullets leave the barrel, they cannot come back. And the third thing and the most lethal thing is words. So when you talk big shit, it cut through. It cut through. Be mindful of your words, how cut, how deep they cut. Nigga, it's bitches that could quote shit I said to them verbatim, shit that I barely remember, that they took it as like, nigga, when you said this to me, nigga, you almost died, nigga. You didn't even know you almost died when you said these words to me, nigga. I was like, really? Damn. Damn, bitch, I barely remember that shit. Wow. Wow, I'm sorry about that. Hey, man, I done had little kids. I done had... I done had... Put it like this. This how how serious words be. I done had, I done had a motherfucker come up to me on the street who I didn't know. Grown uh, Mexican woman. And said, hey, is your name Mr. Connor? And I'm like, yeah. Do I know you? She was like, well, you don't know me, but you know my little brother. 
he he had you um as a substitute teacher when he was in the second grade and he said you told him that he was a really good reader i was like then he was a really good reader and she was like i just really you know he really really appreciated that and he came home and told us that and I just I just always remember that and you know I used to see you around but I never had you in no class. Hey words bro words you know Yeah But anyway let me continue man shout out to Joe Button Podcast though man because really man like I'm surprised that Ma, Maul, I wonder how that shit gonna go for them, man. That nigga Maul character is like how he look. Based off of that one action right there, man. You see how you can see, you can see, you can, you can see a nigga's character. And 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 couple actions. You could go years, years of dealing with niggas, and nigga do one action, say some phrases of words, and you just go, wow, and shit just shift, reality shift. Yeah. Anyway, let me keep it pushing. All right. I want to talk about Dan Balzarian. Dan Balzarian. You know, hey, man, we all love Dan Balzarian, bro. We all love Dan Balzarian, man. You know, to me, Dan Balzarian is like, um to me he he strike me as an actor in a movie playing playing a playing a uh like like a James Bond type character travel the world you know um with with a cloud of bitches around him you know what I'm saying now it's, it's it's a beautiful visual. All his visuals is dope. We love his visuals. You look at his visuals, and you want to be that. You want to be a nigga on some island with nine bitches, all of them bad bitches, and it, it look like it's going to be an orgy with just you. Even if it's just fantasy presenting this, these images traveling around presenting these images and it's really like work for everybody like it's like the bitches is working you know the bitches getting paid and you know he getting paid and endorsing pro it's like it's it's man damn balzarian you know so now they say his world is crumbling, right? They say 
they say he was a fraud and and and, and they talking down on him. I be seeing a lot of videos on YouTube. Whole lot of whole lot of men. Whole lot of men talking this shit though. You know what I'm saying? For him to be gathering for Dan Barzarian. This how this how I, I'm on Dan Barzarian's side. I know he tricking. I'm I'm I support Dan Barzarian. I know he tricking. I know he tricking. I support Dan Barzarian in the in the images he provide niggas to make niggas feel like something like this is possible, probably. But real, but reality, but the, but real, but real pimping, real macking, real, real having a lot of bitches on the team is not traveling around in a cloud of bitches like um, Dan Balzarian. It's more like, you know, you know. It's like more like niggas by themselves, and then go see a bitch. Ain't no grouping togethers all the time like that. You feel me? Like Dan Balzarian traveling around in the cloud. That's that's un. You can't. This that's a non-reality if you think about it. Clearly, no man could do that. No man wants to do that. To be in a cloud of bitches every day. That would, man, listen, man. That would be super taxing. Man. You couldn't do it, man. It's not real. You know what I'm saying? You couldn't do it, man. You couldn't, you couldn't take it. You couldn't handle it, man. There's no way, nigga. You know what I'm saying? So all the hating I'm seeing on him is from men, from other white men mad at him. I ain't seen no bitches protesting. So he must be okay. It must just be his, his, it might be some criminal shit unfolding. You know, I think he had to have a certain amount of money to make shit look like that. And then, I don't I don't know, but shout out to Dan Balzarian for going above and beyond to create fake imagery. For motherfuckers out there to have some type of hope in something, but even though it was fantasy shit, it, it's it's it was inter- entertaining to look at. We can't hate on that. That shit was entertaining to look at. Another nigga in a nose. Uh. <clears throat> I saw Jeff Bezos mashing. I saw Jeff Bezos mashing in Texas in the Rivian truck. I think that was. Was he in Texas? Mashing in the Rivian truck. Shout out to the Rivian truck. All right, here we go. Guys, how exciting is this? Come on.
good in there. I think I gotta give you one of them, man. That Rivian ain't no joke, bro. With that 400 mile range on it, man. Give me a black Rivian. 400 mile range. You understand me? I like that. I like that truck. I like that. Jeff Bezos mashing in the Rivian looking tough, dog. He got a whole nother image. Jeff Bezos got it. Jeff Bezos look like he he looked like he looked like he he looked like a Tony Stark character now. He looked like he looked like he active, jumped out the truck, walking. You know what I'm saying? Uh the they doing the uh what do they call it? Suborbital what is it? Suborbital suborbital transportation. So they in the suborbital transportation game now I like that shit bro I like that I like that Jeff Bezos and 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 and, and they're going to be flying who wants to fly out to sub who wants to fly out to space though I wonder how much that shit going to cost Rivian, I gotta get that that Rivian truck. Also, shout out to um Cat Williams. I saw Cat Williams on Fat Joe. Cat Williams spitting nothing but real nigga talking, man. I love him, man. I hearing the real nigga talking, man. Every time I hear Cat Williams, I can't help but think about Kevin Hart, man, and just how different they are, man. And when I be Every time I jump in the whip and start driving, I just be listening to Kevin Hart um, laugh out loud radio, man, and just how weak, how shitty, how how it's it's just him and his bo bro like niggas be playing the same whack skits over and over and over like. I'm like, man, how is motherfuckers just, it, it just, you know what I'm saying, man? And I, you know, I don't know, man. That shit, that shit be weak, bro. Like, shout out to Kevin Hart, though. I ain't trying to hate on him, man. But Cat Williams, man, just make me think of that nigga all the time, man. Cat Williams is that nigga, though, man. He know how to put that shit together, man. He know. He understand. He understand. It's just real nigga living. Real nigga living. Sound like Fat Joe want to be a comedian, man. I can't see Fat Joe being no comedian, man. He been. Sometimes, man, niggas, man, when they been gangsters too long, man, it's too difficult, man. Like, I think niggas, niggas can't, I mean, you know. Cause I know some gangsters. I know some. I know. I know killers that's funny as fuck, bro. But it, you know, um, I don't think they could get on stage and have motherfuckers laughing at them like that, man. You know what I'm saying? I just don't think they could do it. Anyway, shout out to Cat Williams. Um, Fat Joe pleading his case to Cat Williams about being a comedian. Slime season two, young thug. 
um, Slime Season 2, Young Thug. I love the project. Young Thug has a clear understanding of what needs to happen musically and brings that shit to the motherfucking table consistently. I fuck with Young Thug, man. But you know what's the cold thing about this project? The cold thing about this project is really the shining light on the project is Rowdy Rebel, bro. Rowdy Rebel is the light on this project. I feel like that make you focus on the project, man. Rowdy Rebel on some real shit, man. Like when I first started fucking, when I when I really, you know, cause at first I didn't take Bobby Smurd and them serious, man. I didn't, man. Hot nigga was dope, but I just, you know, I wasn't taking it serious. Niggas was trying to tell me, man, but I wasn't taking it serious. And then, and then, all of a sudden, I started taking them serious. I started taking them serious, and then I started noticing they slang and and shmoney and all that shit. And I was like, oh, shit, these niggas tight. And then they got popped right there. And right in there... I start out, you know, I I was checking Bobby Smurder, but then I seen Rowdy Rebel, and I was like, yo, this nigga right here is tight, though. I just think Rowdy Rebel better than Bobby Smurder, man. Like, I just think he is, man. I like Rowdy Rebel, man. I'm looking forward to a Rowdy Rebel project. I think... I think, man, I don't know how they gonna drop. I, man, I damn near think they should just. Man, they them niggas should just come out with a song together off the gate. Like, don't even fuck around. Both of them niggas don't do no just Bobby song and just no Roddy. Just both of these niggas just. Get they shit off. You know what I mean? I think that shit would be fly, man. I can't wait, man. I love them niggas, man. I fuck with Rowdy Rebel, bro. You know what I'm saying? I like them niggas. All right, now. um, DJ Quick burns up royalty check. Upset, feeling disrespected by everybody involved in the death row, man. I feel you, my nigga. Not so happy. I'm real offended by this death row check and this amount. As much work as I did for these sons of bitches, I just feel like the respect factor is just, just crazy. There is none. So, to show you what your money means to me. Mr. Death Row Records, all the Tupac shit I did, help with the Dog Pound Project. Devil, you are a bitch. I want my real money and I want all my credits for everything that I did in this industry. All the songs, including Hot In Here, Finelli and Pharrell, I want my credit for that being Get Naked. I want my credit from Kendrick Lamar for, and there's no disrespect to Kendrick, I love you guys, TDE, you guys are awesome. But 
The fact that y'all left my credit off of King Kunta was crazy. R. Kelly, Home Alone. That's 100% all of my drum sounds, my music, and me playing percussion on it. I feel you quick. I saw it happen to you, brother. I was, saw it happen to you, my nigga. Quick, DJ Quick is a musically talented motherfucker, man. He always been tight. He just, he always just, man, he been there with all these niggas through all the bullshit. I gotta, I, I, I'm gonna make an effort to get that nigga on the podcast, man. I'm gonna make an effort to get that nigga on the podcast. I think I can do it. I just never pressed the issue, pressed the line and nothing, but I think I think I can get quick on here. Cause I I fuck with DJ Quick, man, and you know. Quick, quick deserve all his respect. I you know when I heard down, down, down I'm not, not down, down, down. When I heard King Kunta by Kendrick. I was like, damn, okay. It's, I, I just thought Quick produced the song. I didn't even give it a second thought. I was just like, damn. Um, Kendrick just threw Quick a beat. I mean, yeah, I was like, damn, Kendrick just really just, I mean, I mean, Quick just really just threw Kendrick down, down, down. That's like a, that's like a hit Quick song. I'm like, damn. And they flipped it. To where it sound kind of new. I was like, yo. Niggas did not give DJ Quick credit for King Kunta. That's amazing. I know Quick worked on all that Tupac shit. And niggas didn't give him credit. Tupac engineered all that shit. Didn't give a nigga no credit. That shit brazy, man. Quick is tight, though, man. That nigga, that's a musical motherfucker for real. For real, for real. All right, now. Let's do some um, reader-listener emails and put some game out there for niggas, man, so niggas can be happy. You understand me? Because, hey, man, listen, man. Niggas being want for game, man. Like, game will save your life, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to put it in perspective, man. Game will save your life. Reader, listener, email. Reader, listener, email. Okay. The first reader, listener, email. A nigga from Los Angeles writes to Ball Smack. He says, Ball Smack. I had one bitch on the team and accidentally added a new bitch on the team. Now, my main bitch is black. She been solid, so I thought, until I added the number two bitch. The number two bitch is a white bitch. 
Now, the number two bitch is doing everything better than my main bitch right now. That is the best way I can describe it. Now, I know a bitch is working hard because she knows I have a main bitch. And main bitch don't know about the competition. However, I feel like the white bitch is a better bitch. I'm starting not to like my main bitch as much. Boss Mac, am I tripping? I've been fighting the urge to fire my main bitch. Okay. Now. I feel like. A lot of niggas, a lot of novice niggas get caught up in these type of motions, man, when you when you got a bitch on the team and then you meet a new bitch and then, you know, the new bitch, you know, she's she's enjoying the benefits of knowing about the main bitch and then, you know, so she could work hard and fill in the gaps on all the shit that the main bitch ain't doing. You know what I'm saying? And, and it'll kind of give you a false, a false, it'll give you a false glimpse at some shit, man. You know, but it's difficult to see if it's pure. Because a lot of times when bitches, bitches be fighting to get to the mountaintop, and when they get to the mountain to the mountaintop, then the bitch stop doing all the shit that she did to climb up to the mountain. And get to resent the nigga for making her climb up the mountain in the first place. And then you ain't got no more bitches. Because you done just fired bitches because you thought this bitch was a golden bitch. Hey, man, it ain't no golden bitches until bitches put in work, bro. Through trial and error and tribulation, man. And putting pressure on a bitch and finding out and seeing and seeing a motherfucker go through some shit, man. Motherfuckers ain't even had no adversity. You don't even know, man. Like, you know, you had one bitch on the team long time, man. She done seen ups and downs, smiles and frowns and shit, man. And she done, you know, adjusted a respect level to you. You feel me? This other bitch over here, man, this is a new bitch who don't know, man. Ain't been through no trial and tribulation. You don't even know if she can handle the trial and tribulation. You fired it, you fired the top bitch and 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 put this bitch on and then when this bitch get pressed into some trial and tribulation, she just fold up and wash away and then you be like, Oh my God. Oh my God, you folded off that little shit, bitch. My other bitch laughed at shit like that. I can't believe it. What have I done? I lost my bitch. Hey, bitch. Oh. Hey man, listen, man. You always look, man. You gotta always like just pay attention to shit, man. And don't new shit, man. Them new new bitch energy up sweep you away like a tidal wave, man. Like you'll get swept away, man. Fucking around with new bitch energy, man. It's like a it's just like a tsunami, man. It's just like a tsunami coming in. But eventually that shit run out of energy, bro. And then you'll be inland way up. You'll be way in the middle of some shit without no water. Nigga. Fucking with the tsunami and shit. You know what I'm saying? When the tsunami come, nigga, just hold on to a big ass rock and just let that tsunami, you know, when that motherfucker pass, 
you still holding on to the rock, man. You know, be like, y'all. Woo! That bitch tried to overwhelm me with pussy and gifts. But I seen through. I seen through. Some bitches, man, it's bitches. It's bitches that just... You know this. I, I don't need to tell y'all niggas, but there are bitches who will go above and beyond like a marathon bitch and do all that she can until she hears the final word that you have fired the main bitch. And then she'd be like, what? You really fired the main bitch for me? He'd be like, yes. I fired the main bitch for you because I love you. Because you, you've been, I believe in you. And then that bitch just dump you on your motherfucking head right then, nigga. Stupid motherfucker. Your whole power was the other bitch. <laughs> your whole power was the other bitch. Sometimes, man, you got to be very mindful of bracing bitches with other bitches. You got to be very mindful of bracing bitches with other bitches. So it could be bitches. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it ain't going to be no bitches because they don't see no bitches. That's some fucked up shit, ain't it? You got to brace bitches with other bitches or it ain't going to be no bitches. Because they don't see no bitches. All right, now. Another reader, listener, email. A nigga from Los Angeles writes to Boss Mac once again. He say, Boss Mac. Okay, this is a good one right here, man. Now, this is going to test niggas' um, resolve and um, detection skills. Because this this type of shit kind of happened to me before, man. Back in many years ago, in my college years, man. This type of shit. A nigga from Los Angeles writes to Boss Mac. He says, Boss Mac, my ex bitch burnt a real ass nigga and I fired a bitch. This happened last year. Now to keep it a whole buck, I was dealing with a few bitches at the time and I can't say which bitch burnt me, but when I pressed my main bitch at the time, she folded and told me she had fucked a nigga a few times because she was mad at me. So I fired the bitch. She begged and pleaded. I went hard in the pain and stood firm. Now, since then, I have suffered, and I have not been able to replace this bitch. I have bitches, but you know, my nigga, this bitch was a great bitch. Three weeks ago, she jumped into my DMs and begged to pull up. I let her pull up and she started begging for a spot back. My nigga, she showed me paperwork that she was clear to all STDs and 
continued to plead with me, boss, Mac. It took all my strength to kick this bitch out the house without fucking. I had to take a cold shower and rejoice within. Now, this bitch has a nigga right now, but she says she will leave him right now for me. Bro, I want to put her back in the fold, but what's the play? All right. So, you was blessed. By the Mac God and the bitch came on home after severe punishment. She she couldn't she couldn't she couldn't escape, and and it goes to show that um, when you're standing firm and you do hard things, when you're standing firm and you do hard things. It create an impression in a bitch mind that span through space and time and elevate you amongst other niggas as a nigga who did this to me. You know what I'm talking about. A lot of y'all niggas don't hear me, man, right now, what I'm talking. I sound foreign to you. But it go to show, man, when you rebuke a bitch, when you rebuke a bitch, when you rebuke a bitch. See, sometimes, man. See, even in a situation like that, we don't know. I don't know which one of these bitches burned me. But then when the, I press, I press a bitch, and she and she reveal. You feel me? That was beautiful right there. Stand firm and then fall back and keep going even though you suffering. And you want her back but you don't fall. And then she comes back. Willing to leave a nigga. Just like you want it. Beautiful. I like that. You ease that back in. You ease that back in. Um, hard probation. Hard probation. With the intention of letting a bitch in. You know what I'm saying? Not hard probation. Fuck that bitch. Hard probation. You know what I'm saying? She 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 wants the torture. She just wanna be with a nigga. She she ready for the pain. She just wanna be with a nigga. You know what I'm saying? Bitches be bitches be ready for the pain, bro. They just wanna be with a nigga. Do you got the heart to inflict the pain? That's what it come down to. Niggas, niggas don't have that heart to inflict that pain. Saying words like bitch, you fired. Bitch, shut the fuck up. Bitch, get out. Bitch, what? I don't want to hear that shit, bitch. Get the fuck out. 
you gotta learn to say certain words to bitches, man. And 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 if you can say these words to bitches, you'll find freedom, man. You find freedom. You know what I'm saying? You'll find freedom in checking bitches, bro. You find freedom in checking bitches, man. You know what I'm saying? They know. They know when they deserve it, bro. And they know when they deserve it. And they know that you didn't respond correctly when they deserve to get checked and you didn't check them. And then a bitch will resent you more. And do more wild shit to you. You know what I'm saying? Also, man, listen here, man. I want I want to tell a story, man. I want to say this. I was thinking. You know, I want to remind niggas um, about putting bitches on pedestals, man. Putting bitches on pedestals, man. I want niggas to be be mindful of what I'm gonna say right here. <clears throat> This gonna sound like a stupid, a stupid story, but be mindful of this. I remember back in the days when I was a youth man, young nigga. I think I was in the. I think I was going to, to the twelfth grade, like eleventh grade, some some shit like that. And, you know, man, I had a crush on a bad bitch up at the school. She was a bad bitch, man. You know what I'm saying? A little bad bitch. It was gone. I love that bitch. I used to see that bitch. Look at that bitch. I like that bitch. I got I to gotta try to talk to that bitch. So I different day, I tried to talk to a bitch. Just rejected, shot down a whole bunch of times, man, and. Then finally, man, you know, um, a nigga stepped his game up with his gear. Money got up. Nigga, money went up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Nigga's money went up a little bit. Started start getting that fashion that, that didn't nobody have up at the high school that I was at, man. You know, we had that type of edge. I'm, I'm floating around, but I'm just trying to paint a picture. So niggas start having that. Niggas start having Louis Vuitton belts, wallets, you understand me? You know, MCM, shit like that back then, you know what I'm saying? We was having all that type of shit. And, you know, uh, fly, young fly niggas, man. And uh, them bitch chose up, was like, oh, I like you, you know what I'm saying? Put the bad bitch on the team. Had her up on this pedestal. Oh, man, she's so bad, bitch. A nigga had a little romantic moment with a bitch. Kissed a bitch. Bitch breath was fucked up. I was like, damn. You know, that kind of shattered my picture, man, my picture. Because, you know, I had gum. And I had thought that I she had some gum. And, 
You know what I'm saying? You know, she just. I mean, it just it just wasn't bull. You know, I had kissed a few bitches, man, and, and, and you know, I I you know, I had you know, I had experienced some, you know, some cool bitches. But up that you know, this bitch I had elevated. I was like, dang. So the next time around, you know what I'm saying, I made sure she had the gum and I know I gave it to her and you know. And it was consistently Fucked up breath, bro. Like it just. I was like, damn, man. Fuck this bitch, bro. Like. This was early boss, Mac. Fuck this bitch, bro. Right? What am I. Man. She thinks she like a fly bitch. How, what do I say to this bitch? See, I wasn't at that level where I was like, bitch, your breath stank, bitch. What the fuck? Fuck is we doing here? I wasn't there yet. I was still like, I was coming to grips, you know. And, um, yeah, man, I heard some shit. Like, I remember she told, like, then, I don't know, man, a bitch wanted to break up with a nigga, right? And she like sent the word through somebody else, like, man, she said she gonna she said she gonna give you your walking papers. I was like, for real? I was like, damn, okay. I I I just started talking to another bitch that day. I just act like I just act like I I just act like I never even was ever talking to her. Like I manifest this at the high school because see, I heard that she was gonna give me my walking papers. So what I did was just start parlaying with a completely different bitch. Like, the next day or two, like, just was with another bitch that was better than her. Like, you feel me? I just thought I'd share that. Don't mean nothing. Just don't put bitches on pedestals. All these bitches, it's like, man, like, yeah, it's, you know what I'm saying? You got to look at the heart and see the spirit of a bitch, bro. Got to look through and see what the bitch is, man. Discernment of bitches. That's what I should call this. <laughs> the discernment of bitches. You got to have discernment of bitches, my nigga. You got to have discernment of bitches. I'm out, nigga. I think I'm going to call it. I think that's it. Thank you for coming out. The Top Mac Nigga Show is a Balls Mac Industries production.